What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. It is time to motivate everyone and welcome back to an all new episode of Booty Bear Talks, the podcast. I am your handsome host, Raycel Hemingway. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in. As I always do in every episode, I would send all my shout outs to everyone in Georgia, Maryland, New Jersey. You hear my people's Orange Hoboken, Jersey City, where you guys are at. California, San Jose, Yuba City. You know I see you guys. And also, last but not least, Good old New York City, the tri-state area where my people's at Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Long Island. You know who you guys are. Thank you so much for sending me so much love and positive vibes. You are always greatly appreciated. And guys, thank you so much again for always, always listening to this podcast. As you know, this is my very first time doing a podcast like this. And I can't believe you guys are really listening to the episodes And I'm hoping that it's really helping you transform your own life and really transform your poisons into medicine, as I always say in every episode. And trust me, it is never fucking easy. I'm here to give you the tea and always keep it real with you. All right, so all you guys ready to get into this wonderful, dope-ass episode? In today's episode, we're going to be really be talking about gay dating, body shaming, And the bullshit that comes along with it. This is a topic for the ages. I don't think you guys are ready for this type of tea. But as I always say, I'm going to give it to you real. And I'm also going to share with some of you some of my personal experiences. What I've gone through in the dating world. Because yes, I am single. And being as a 34 year old, it's time to get kind of lonely. But hey, I'm enjoying my long time. Because it's less bullshit to deal with. And I also want to get into the topic of the body shaming part. And I want to talk about all these, (laughs) besides the body shaming, oh yeah, I'm going to get down to the bottom of it because it's weird in this community, in the LGBT community, we're always put against each other and we're the first ones to judge on the person's how they look, how the way they dress, how their body image is. People have this weird opinion that we don't work people don't work out and that's not the case people got probably a mental problem mental issues or probably deeper that I don't even know you that we don't even know to find out but we can't have the right to sit here and judge but we're going to get talked about that and our new food segment today is going to be cheesy corn gratin with bacon on a skillet pan you guys it is so good and it's very simple it's going to take like 15 minutes to make and it's an awesome side dish. And if you do love cheese, this is your this is going to be your podcast to listen to. To all my people that are lactose intolerant, please try to find some 
different cheese alternatives like vegan cheese or anything that so that it won't mess up your stomach. I sympathize with you because bitch, I love cheese too much, but I'll be ended up going, I'll be paying for it later on. And also, we're really, I want us to really, really, we're going to transform some shit in this podcast because my homegirl, Elena, is going to be joining with us today. Also, I'm waiting for, also, Peter is going to be joining up with us. Ashley, my homegirl, yeah, buddy, they're going to be here today. And Dita's going to be in the podcast. So, without further ado... I want you guys to start getting your recipes and stuff together for the cheesy corn gratin. I want you to start gathering up your two bags of frozen corn, frozen onions that comes in a bag, some butter, half cup, like a half cup of butter. I want you to get out any type of cheeses you like, like cheddar, Monterey Jack, mozzarella, all the different types of cheese you like, Parmesan, you name it. Take out all your cheeses, get your wonderful skillet pan, get ready. And I want you to start also bring a little bit, bring like a little, start bringing out your sugar. Cause I'm, yeah, I put sugar in my corn when I start cooking. Just put like a pinch and do a pinch of salt. So I want you to gather up all your ingredients. So like I mentioned before, I want you to gather two bags of corn. I want you to grab your cheeses. Also, your heavy cream, one-fourth a cup, or you could pour a little more. And what else? What else are we going to be needing today? Uh, oh, and the bacon, yes. Use this time to prep your bacon. Before you cook it, I want you to slice up the bacon strips into little, like, little not little chunks, but like, like, half, like half a quarter chunk or half a quarter chop. Into little bacon strips. So that you can start. You can gather that up. So you can get ready to put it into the pan. Start cooking. Alrighty. Are you guys ready for this episode? In this next segment. We're going to jump right into the conversation. Between me. Elena. And Peter. Because we're going to get into this conversation. on. We're going to share some stories. On how. We dealt with the gay, how me and Peter did with the gay dating world. And Elena's going to be our awesome support system as my co-host as always. Because she's going to share some of her experience. Okay. So she's going to give you all the tea. I'm going to give you all the tea. And you'd be quite amazed that we all go through the same thing with body image. And to all, and before we even get started with this episode, I also want to say another thing to all my fellas out there. If you got, I don't care if you're gay or on the low or whatever, whatever your business is, start loving yourself. Do not put the person that you are in a relationship with, do not make them decide, do not step out there, trust, don't cheat on them. Please try, not, please don't cheat on them because it's so not right because I've met so many people there's so many brothers that I've dated that claim that they're single and they even have, they claim to say that they are, but they aren't. And you're going to end up digging yourself in a grave when you do stuff like that. Do not, I please repeat, do not put your loved ones in any more danger. If you want to be single, 
This is the time to open up your mouth and use that communication skills and talk to the person you love and say, hey, yo, this ain't working out so that no one will not be getting hurt because you cheating, going to the next person, guy or girl, karma is going to be a motherfucker. It will come back and bite you. I'm encouraging you. I'm not here to bash or bum anybody else because I've been through this predicament before. I was in the closet. So I'm understanding from experience. As a grown ass man, I'm telling you, it's looking out to one, looking out for a brother, looking out to for another. Be honest with yourself. And to all my ladies out there, listen to your men. Express, tell them, hey, they're open the air. Give them that space so they can be open to listen. Okay. Now let's get started with this episode. We will be right back right after these sponsors. Stay tuned, y'all. You don't want to miss this tea. We are back from the break, you guys. In this segment, we are me, Elena. Peter and my homegirl Ashley, we are going to be discussing the struggles of gay dating. As you know, Elena and Ashley are straight, but me and Peter, we are the gay teddy bears of the group. We're going to share our, some of our experiences, what we went through in dating in the LGBT community, because huh, it can be a very much struggle, and the judgments are at a thousand percent times more fucked up the way I'm going to say it than it's ever been. And also, we're going to also give you some tips on not to judge people basically by body shaming or social status because it doesn't get you anywhere. And trust me, the causes you throw out there, Mother Karma always teaches you Karma is a bitch and she will come at full force unexpectedly. And I've always believed in that saying because it has happened to me before And the results are really are interesting because they stopped their bullshit. (laughs) So let's get on into this. Watch this how me, Peter, Elena, and Ashley discusses of of gay dating, body shaming, and the bullshit that goes along with it. Check it out. Hey, my love. We are back. I'm sorry about that, boo. No, no worries. Things happen. Wi-Fi, technical difficulties, but you know, we keep it raw and raunchy here, so I hope the <laughs> listeners understand. Oh, yes. Oh, they definitely understand, because they love when we give it raw, juicy, and yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. Because, girl, like I was saying before, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, mm-hmm. but um, I was telling you all the dating sites, and two of the people I used to talk to and stuff, two of my friends, that I don't talk to anymore, like one's in a relationship that has a girlfriend, that's a wife, and has two kids, and the other guy who is full-blown gay in another whole relationship. And right. I'm, and I'm sitting here telling myself, like, and I was saying my best friend, Gary, he lives in the Bronx not far from me. He's tr- pretty much all our neighbors. But um, mm-hmm. he, he was telling me that it's becoming a trend where the side line like being the side dude or side person whatever they are like yeah it's side a trend chick, side 
people in the straight community, we be knowing five. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm not even going to lie and hit me if I'm wrong, but whatever. I feel like a lot of our celebrity reality TV things make this trend okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is publicized. Being being a side piece, being that other person. You know, we, we always heard the songs about the other people, shaming the other people. Now it's like, let's share. Um, no. Like, some mm-hmm. of us don't believe in monogamy. Some of us some of us would rather just be, you know, that lovebird. That lovebird meets its mate, and that's the only person. You know, hand claps to anybody that can maneuver more than one relationship at a time. I'm a whole Gemini, and I'm not trying to maneuver more than one relationship at a damn time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely get it. But allow that person to be aware, you know, like in any relationship. That really sucks. Mm-hmm. It really does. It really, really does because I like it's okay. Well, not with the stuff running around here. It's not. Yeah, because it's like it. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Because it's. It's like. How can I say this? It's like. Once you're being with that person, I don't know who you've been doing bumping and grinding with. I don't want none of their leftovers. I don't want to be the side dish. What happens to me being the main entree, the main entree in the whole damn dinner thing? It is not looking like that. But it's like knowing how people are, it gets really, it gets really, 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 really raunchy and really funky and fucked up. But it's also, what I also experienced was that the guy I was dealing with, not the one with the two kids, but the one that I was hanging with at the Bronx at one time, mm-hmm. he was he was like, I would spend the night at his house, and he would cook me dinner. Like, mm-hmm. if I was his mate. And I didn't even know he was with anyone else. Mm. And on top of that, it's like, Oh gosh, how can I say this? It's like net when he did that. Let it all pop up. Oh, I I have to I because I've been holding all this shit in, and I just can't yeah. I can't take it no more. It's like it's making it hard for me. Like I want a brother. I want someone I can really fuck with and hang out and build something stable and real with. But with that, like he made me feel like I was the only one he was fucking with, and he would even make lunch for me to go to work when I was working at 40th and Park. And mm. I told Genevina about this and Genevina was like really rooting for this guy. Right. And long story short, I think right when when we was having in quarantine during the COVID crisis, he told me, he said, yo, I'm in a relationship. I was like, huh? You never told me that. He's like, yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. If you did, if you said something, you would not be messing with me every single Tuesday night. This is a weekly basis. Mm. And you you did not say anything at all. And he got so quiet. He got quiet. I said, now why are you quiet? Oh, now you want to go back running to your relationship. But you wasn't thinking about that when you was all up messing with me. See now, mm-hmm. that's the karmic shit I don't get, 
and I caught on to it. And I told him off and I said, motherfucker, you should have opened your fucking mouth. I'm such a friend. Why need you open your mouth to me in the first place? And on top of that, I'm glad I'm not in a relationship with you because if you was in a relationship with me, you did that behind my back, I would have chopped your dick off. <laughs> Knowing how unstable I am. Lord. I mean, that's just messing with someone's emotions in, initially. And, you know, at the end of the day, people run around wondering why. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some crazy mother lovers out there. It don't take much for for that individual to fall off the deep end, want to be doing too much. But to me, and I, you know, I'm no doctor, I'm none of that, but I am a human being that has lived, that has walked this earth and has been through a lot. So I'm only speaking from experience or, you know, experience of people that I've been around. And I feel like personally relationships where people walk in lying at the door causes a lot of people to really fall off their shit and then it's like oh well that person's crazy well what if you were honest do you think they would have cared at all like mm-hmm. okay if you would have said I'm in a relationship that would have gave you Ray the option to be like well I don't know maybe I don't want to fuck with this person because it sounds like you're a person a man of morals that's what I know of you you're a man of morals. You're not someone that wants to be somebody's side piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, but then, see guys, because I'm getting ready to switch up, right? I'm gonna become the the host, and 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 Ray is going to be my star host right now. Everybody knows via this podcast that I am a straight female. However, I love my gay community, and. I want to support this conversation because I don't have much to give to it, but I do want to ask, you know, friend to friend, the gentleman that you speak of, where did you meet him? Like, we actually met, talked online, and then we met, like, let's say a few days later, after, like, a week or so talking. When you say online, was it, like, those apps? Yeah, it was one of those apps. It was either I forgot which one it was. Either it was on Jack or or Tap or one of them motherfuckers. Uh-huh. But we did spoke online. We spoke and we talked for a while mm-hmm. and then we actually met like a week or so later. He lived in the Bronx right by Gun Hill Road. I see. Okay. And so that mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where it all started. And he was making me food and stuff and after that, we chilled. You know how that goes. I don't see nothing wrong. R. Kelly mode with a little bump and grind. grind. <laughs> with a little bump and grind. You so stupid. I don't care what nobody say. That man is a part of our little sexual history. He gets some shine that time. Yes, he sure does. Yes. Um, but, you know, so I ask you that because, you know, like I said, I have some gay friends, and I love them to death, but what I do notice is, like, there are a lot of, um, and I mean, it's not to say that the man didn't look the way he looked, but there's emotional catfishing there, too. There's, you know, the physical version of catfishing and the emotional version, where you get these people that are literally feeding people what they want to hear, to get them where they want to be, 
And then once they're there and they do what they do, it's like, you know, well, this is who I am. Like, that is that is wrong. And anybody that's doing that, understand that you, you contribute to what this society calls crazy people. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not crazy. You're the one creating this world that they think is real and it's not to you but it is for them that's not that's that's something that needs to die seriously and hard because it's not fair to good wholesome people it really isn't it's it's fucked up because it's like now if you did that to me and i was in a relationship with you what made you think that what you gonna do to the next person and mm-hmm. i'm like why are these people in relationships and they get to be in one and I'm the one like I'm working on myself I'm like okay hello I am single I do have something to give and I do have something to contribute so I'm just like all I can do it, it's not fair and it sucks to me and it made yes. me feel bad, like bitter but at the same time I just still pray for everyone's happiness and be like yo don't do that to other people because people are very unstable. You got motherfuckers on there that are pretending to be gay, killing, murdering people, murdering the LGBT community as well. And that's another thing why I don't cross people because I'm more old school. I'm more like to meet people and then hang out. I don't like this online shit. And then you got the the brothers that be on these websites like Jack or whatever. Then they want to body shame. Oh, you're too fat for me to handle. Mm. I'm like, what? This is a lot of shit I go through, Elena, like on a daily. Even Peter goes through it. And I wish he was on here because he could probably shed some light into it. But. Well, no, you shed me some light. You tell me. So, so basically, you're saying that people also, along with the fact that they can be emotional. Um, captains that they also body shame as well. Oh yes, it is. It goes oh. deeper into it because you got those ones that are like, oh yo, no fat shame, no fats, no nothing. The fuck, I'm a curvy motherfucker, and I do work out and I do dance. So I don't know where this shit is even coming from through these mindset through these other motherfuckers in New York, but where I, where I'm about, like, I don't judge you for who you are. Fuck you and your body shaming. That's why half of you guys are still single. Y'all can't find no one because you got this, you got a type that you want, but you're still stuck up on there. See, I could delete, I deleted them whole dating apps except for like battle because I have a couple of friends on there and we, we do actually become friends and we do hang out and nothing happens. But also on top of that, is mentally draining, especially now during with everything that's going on with COVID yeah. and the protesting. Who got time to be people to be body shaming? This ain't the time for it. I'm gonna keep it honest. Like I'm gonna keep it a whole buck. Like it's very interesting because you know, as much as I would like to, you know, people need to be as much as I would like to like tell people to just stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you this, Poppy, because you know me. I'm a I'm a nice size BBW female, 230 pounds to be exact, of curvy, fluffy muscle, and um 
and you see me. I got me a little fupa, but I also got, you know, stuff to go with it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about our confidence. That's number one. And number two, where we're meeting these people. Because people get to be whoever they want on online. They could be freaking getting phone thugging or online thugging and ain't got a, a thug bone in their body, you know, or over there talking about they want somebody that looked like this and got a hairline that shows movies and, and space <laughs> and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it a whole bug. And it's not to say that those people are horrible because it's not. But at the end of the day, where, where I'm going with this is people that are so shallow-minded that way and that really, truly have these, these, these small pools of what type of people they'll deal with versus just seeing where things go, if that person is attractive enough or if they're funny enough, instead of wanting to have sex with them every time you meet somebody, how about you try to get to know them? You know what I mean? And, and you never know, something beautiful will blossom from that. But I go to say this, we need to change, you know, I would love for the world to hear this and be like, hmm, yeah, you know, maybe we should try that. We'll probably get people to hear us. But at the same time, I do want to offer that you get to meet people differently. I'm so happy you started this. I'm so happy. Yeah, because it was something. At first, I was like, eh, I don't know. Then something kind of sparked, like gave me the encouragement to say, one of my friends said, yo, speak your fucking truth through your own experience. You are a speak through the pot tell, tell your audience what you go through and I'm just like you you be actually surprised you're not the only one that goes through it and I was having what made me kind of do it was like after that whole situation with with the dude I was telling you about mm-hmm. I said you know what now I'm gonna talk about this because I'm sick of all these shallow motherfuckers not giving every not giving us brothers a chance that are really nice, that are really are hardworking, got a job, got a side hustle, and, more. and an entrepreneur and so much more, and we're super dope and talented. They came to see the light of day that they got something very special in front of them. So I'm trying to shed the light so we can transform the situation. Hey, yo, to all my shallow motherfuckers out there that you want to be shallow with, give us a shot. Yeah. Give us a chance. You never know yeah. what flavor you might like, bitch. You might motherfucking like a damn strawberry orange sherbet. Or you probably might like a damn pina colada. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Give us a and, shot. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie. Not it, it, it takes a certain mind frame and a certain level of maturity. Um, Do you mind if I share a story? Yeah, share it. I got to hear this because... <laughs> You <laughs> so basically, you know, um, I came up in um the South Bronx. Everyone knows the South Bronx is predominantly, you know, uh Hispanic and um, you know, African American mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of now it is. Um and when I like I said, predominantly Hispanic and African American. We we have a mixture there, but for the most part, everyone knows the South Bronx is big on Hispanics. So I'm coming up out here, you know, I'm coming into my, you know, my, my womanism, you know, I'm growing up, I'm in um, middle school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to take interest in people. 
and I and I really sat back and thought about this when um you talked about the episode, you know, as far as the body shaming aspect. And um Hey y'all just joined. Hey Ash. Hey, hey Ashley. How y'all doing? Doing oh, good. Hey. We're hanging out. I was actually telling a, a, a small story. Um, <laughs> um, should I finish? Yes, it? yes. Yeah, keep, yes, continue. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're in the South Bronx. Um, it's predominantly Hispanic or whatever. And I'm coming up in my womanism. And, you know, I'm starting to trail into dating. I want to date now. Mm-hmm. So, when you know, I'm looking and I'm looking at everybody, but I'm not looking at people that look like me. I'm looking at all my poppies or my, you know, my spinach, you know, just looking at them or whatever. And I remember my first date was this. I would not date anyone black. Why? Because mentally and subconsciously, I don't know what the hell, but I just wouldn't. And I remember that going on for some time, like maybe up until I got close to high school. Mm. Like it went from Hispanic to maybe light skin, and I would stay there. And I, I didn't understand why. I really didn't. And then one day, I'm like, because I kept dealing with the same fuck shit. Let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with the same fuck shit over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I had a, a, a really good friend tell me how shallow-minded I was. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 want different, but you stayed the same, Elena. Like, why the hell don't you just try every everyone Makes sense. everything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like try something else. You might find different. Long story short, mm-hmm. one day I just opened up my bracket and I said, you know what? I'm a date. I'm a date somebody dark skin. Found somebody real nice looking, whatever. And it's just always been like that from there. And I can say now, you know what I mean. Once I opened up my bracket and really started understanding what it is that I wanted, what it is that I wanted to do, who it, you know, what I wanted to be with. And this didn't have a physical face, but more so action. You know, more so like what this person is going to be. And God, thank you, God, has blessed me with someone that I have been loving for nine years. And, and Amen. Word. Yeah, like, because I allow myself to open up. People need to open up and stop being so bubbled in this Correct. little tap hole. I'm glad that you, you can identify that. with that. Yeah. Because most people can't, uh, for lack of better words, see the error in their ways. Mm-hmm. And I can, I, I'm kind of getting in the back end of the story. Did you grow up around a lot of Spanish people? Yes, dear. Okay, same. So I, was, I, so I, I, I see why you, uh, why you felt that way. Because I grew up around nothing but Spanish people. And up, mm-hmm. until, up until high school was until I got around uh, Black people. But ironically enough... I never had an issue with my dark skin, even though I was like always the only black kid in my school or the black kid in my cat class. Wow. But I, like, I, I never, I never, how do I explain it? Like color wasn't the issue for me. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that people would only date people of like certain skin colors and stuff like that. Honestly, until I got around other black people. I didn't realize mm-hmm. real colorism like that. Aside of my family, 
but like dating wise, I didn't see that shit up until high school. Like where the dark skinned dudes would be like, Oh, I don't like dark skinned girls. I think they ugly this that and I would look at their moms like um what? but you love the <laughs> shit out of her. She's a black woman, like how could you think this is ugly? Like you put her on a pedestal, but then you'll look at somebody who looks just like her and think that she's ugly. Like it did it didn't make sense. Girl. Oh my damn. But even with those isolated incidences, I never like would say, "Oh, I could never date a black man." Right? Like Ray uh-huh. was just really talking about, like basically how you know. So we moved into the body shaming aspect, right, Ashley? And basically, Ray was speaking of you know how people would just be like, you know, oh no, fat people. They want people that look like this and that and this yeah. and that. And I'm just like, that's what made me think of that. You know what I'm saying? But like, wow. You know what's I funny? It's crazy. We practice. we've had opposite experiences. I've always grown up hearing that I wasn't, I was too skinny. Like, I didn't have mm. curves for a black girl. I didn't have ass for a black mm. girl. I Like, it's weird. And then, like, the men I grew up around, they love bigger women. Really? Like, even, really? To, like, even to this day, like, most of my friends are heavier women. And then the dudes that they're with, they are, like, they like BBWs. <laughs> Wow. Ain't that something? Yes. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Like, and it's crazy. I'm like, I had these conversations with my husband too, because we grew up so different. Like, I grew up in an era where women valued men, like to the point where women would pay for dick type shit. (laughs) And he grew up where women was hoes. Like, nah, they wouldn't get paid for what they got between their legs type shit. So it's like, wow, it's just like that. But I like it because you get to see and understand where people come from, different worldviews. And I, I kind of, like, see where everybody comes from, where they get their mentalities from, why they move the way they do. So I kind of like yeah. that. I get to yeah. see other things outside of what I see. Yeah, because with me, I grew up with... I was born... I was raised in New York, but then I left for North Carolina. When I was Same. up here, I grew up... Yep, I grew up with Chinese, white, black. I was mostly around Asians, but I didn't get around to the color thing until when I left New York and went to North Carolina, and that's when all the crazy shit began. Damn. It's already bad enough that I was already gay, black, Mm. and it wasn't out yet, but Uh you got motherfuckers that out here teasing and body shaming. Mm. Look at you. Oh my God, you got this, that, and the third. Oh, you're a fag and all this, that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you shaming me for? You don't like people that are different. And it really fucked up my self. You was getting it from every regard. Damn. Yeah, I was getting it from everywhere, Ash. Like, it was to the point, like, some of the, the, the dudes that I was cool with in middle school, when I got into high school, everybody was like, mm, he not going to fit in. I just didn't Damn. give a fuck. And throughout high school and when I graduated and left and got into college, that's when I started really looking outside the box. And then I was started really the, slowly, slowly accepting myself for who I was. It was no body shaming around that time. This is around 2004, 2005, back in, back in North Carolina. And I was at community college. Mm-hmm. And I was on top of my class, like 3.0. And then I met so many friends and I even dated my first light-skinned brother. And I, I didn't even give a fuck. I wanted to date someone that was 
either around my skin complexion dark. I didn't give a fuck. Damn. I like the dip. Right? <laughs> I always love the dip. Like Oreos, yes. cookies, and cream. Like peaches and cream. Here we go. And honey, he was the best kisser ever. We're still friends till this day. Damn. Wow. Hope you and, hear this year. Yes. I hope so too, because he's in North Carolina. <laughs> but I okay. still think of you though. But I don't know if this is prejudice, but like <laughs> I don't <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not attracted to white men. Like I just like different women. Like I just, I, I don't know. I just don't find them attractive. Is that it prejudice? doesn't make it? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's preference to me. It's like preferences. Cause like it's I like that. Cause that's the same way. Like with people like, oh, I don't like dusty people. Like you know, yeah, it's a preference, but it's like a. Is it a? I feel like it's it prejudice? prejudice when you put like other feelings behind it. When you're mm-hmm. wow, that's going off on my block right now. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They're going sorry. off over here in Brooklyn. They going off <laughs> out here too. It's in my fucking they going off in my building yard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get somewhere quiet, guys. I'm so sorry. So um, like I said, I think it becomes more prejudiced when you're putting like feelings behind it. Like, oh, I don't like dark skinned people because they're ugly. I don't like white people because they're ugly. You simply said you, you know, um, you don't like them because you just don't. Like, it's not like you don't like them as people. It's not like you don't have them possibly as friends or clients or whatever. It's just that's a whole like, fact. Because like, I got a, a whole lot of white friends. It's just I don't like. I don't want to fuck y'all. <laughs> and that's okay. It's understandable. And just, and, and anyone can have that feeling. It's when you put other emotions behind it and other actions behind it when it becomes a prejudice. So to, to, mm-hmm. to, to take down how somebody looks or how their weight or what they, you know, things to oh, that yeah. nature. Yeah, in that regard, yeah. Ugly. Yeah, none, yeah. Of that, none of that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like we oh, be friends and all of that, none of that. I just like I couldn't see myself being like married to or like in a relationship with. I don't know because it's like just certain nuances that you wouldn't understand. Like, forgive the ignorance, but like sharing the n word with each other, or like just understanding the struggle in general. Like, like mm-hmm. the whole today wearing black. If I was married to a white man, like he probably like not saying that he wouldn't understand it, but like you couldn't really connect with it the way I would, or um, mm. the way a black man and, would. So like on that regard, like right. connecting in a relationship that regard, I, I just couldn't. Like, but I got friends. Hell yeah, like we be friends, cool, no problem. And we'd be hanging out X Y Z. Yeah, like like Danny is white. He's one of my best friends. But like, well, he's gay, so it's not even like that's on the table. Oh, I, I, I miss but, Danny. <laughs> but like, I could never, like, I couldn't date him. Because like, because I, I date to marry, which is why I'm married now, and like, I just couldn't see myself married to like outside of my race. That's just me. That's- Hello. Well, I'm here, y'all. I'm yeah. here. You okay, Elena? Is this you, there? Okay, I'm here. Elena. You're here? Okay, so. Okay. Okay. We thought, you, we thought we lost you, girl. No yes, worries. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, sweat. 
because what happened before we lost signal and it dropped everything. I'm like, ah, oh, darn, I gotta try again. Oh, damn. Like, technical difficulty. This has been happening, like... You know how long it tried to took me to get to connect this damn call? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I was like, go to the second link. Don't go to the first link. Go to the second one that I, I kept clicking. It kept saying log in. I logged it. Then I go to click it again. It say log in. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Welcome to the, welcome to the world of Listen, podcasts. audience, we be having this. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm happy. I'm so happy yes, my this girl is, is back, y'all. Oh hey. my god, I've been doing doing grown business woman things. Yeah, doing her nails, doing coffee, uh, doing hair, makeup. Yeah, girl, I'm doing this damn thing. I got Yo. you. We got a we got yes. all link up. In oh my god, yes, but. Cause I got nothing to do tomorrow. Elena, are we still doing the beach? Yeah, when are we doing that? Cause the weather been so damn crazy. Well, right. Supposedly mm-hmm. tomorrow should be well. Um, we could definitely talk oh, about yes. that outside of this. But no, uh, no worries. Facts, facts. But um, like I was yeah. also saying too, like me with dating outside my race I don't me I don't give a damn because I don't have a preference as long as you're very cool down to earth supportive and I'm supportive with your dreams as long as you take action for your happiness and don't disrespect or cross boundaries I'm all fine you can have all the sipping of Kool-Aid in the world with me and I have a damn Kool-Aid I have Kool-Aid in the uh huh yo you, oh. can be my, you can be my chocolate <laughs> punch, cherry, grape. I'm not surviving some Kool-Aid. <laughs> you, <are> no- <laughs> you know Yo. how long it's been since I hate yes. Have oh some Kool-Aid with some of them cookies. Please, throw the whole box of sugar in that bitch. <laughs> yes, I love Kool-Aid. Stop playing. I love Kool-Aid too. I love like, my chocolate yes. punch that gives me life. <laughs> oh I love that. God. I love my yes. orange. Blueberry lemon red. Yes. Red. Red. <laughs> yes. Cherry, you know yeah. what I used to do? I used to mix the cherry with the lemonade. Oh, oh stop it. That was Yo, my stop ish. Stop it. Nah, I'm from yes. Yeah. Cherry but yo it's like I, that's the type of person i am i don't care like i love this but uh, hey, I, and I, res- I respect it i respect it because i've talked to some dope ass i talked to some dope people <laughs> back in north carolina they was like you love you some french vanilla mixed chocolate fur balls i said yes i sure do yeah, oh, taste the color of the rainbow. And I'm sure damn do. Skittles. I'm about to pop yes. and taste the rainbow. But, um... <laughs> yeah. But, um... <laughs> it's weird, because, like, I'm here for it. It's just not for me. Like, I'm Everybody is different. Just, you know, yeah. Everyone is different, and that's the thing. But when it comes to, like, the ignorance and the body shaming, oh, no facts. No See, this. That's the thing I don't have respect for. I don't I don't tolerate disrespect in any form or fashion. And all of that is definitely unwarranted. As like, to sit there feels. and pick apart somebody for things that, like, the, the way they look, come on. 
Yo, but like I was telling Elena, like Ash, these people that on the that are in relationships on top of that, they have a wife and kids, mm-hmm. and they or with another dude with a mm. full blown relationship. They be mm. on Jack. They be on Jack. They be on Growler. They be mm. on Grinder. They be on Battle. They be on Plenty of Fish. They on all these sites, and I be feeling bad for all these ladies and all these dudes. That in relationship with these people because like they don't have a clue. That's crazy, man. They don't have a clue that these men are doing this, and I'm like, uh-huh. if they're not happy and they're looking for an out, they should have took themselves out of the relationship a long time ago. Hello, say that shit. What's the point of wasting that time? Because then you you wasting your time and that other person's time. And exactly. In the name of the Fourth of July, damn these fireworks. People, yes, but, um, people need to live in truth. And people need to live with discernment, like yes. and respect. Ultimately, like nobody has a problem with you living your life the way you want to. Just want, don't lie about Just, it. Number one, and two, be respectful of, uh, to other people while you're doing it. I think if we, you. I think if we all did that, it, this would be like it, the the world would be so much a better place. Like, yes. It'd be a lot less crazier and a lot less bullshit. It's just respect needs to be had all around. And it shouldn't be given to a a certain person because they look a certain way or because they not this or they not that or they think this or they... No, like, all the way around. That's how... But that's how that's how it is in the that's how it is exactly. in the gay community. That's how it's in the LGBT. We're so quick to we're so quick to judge each other. I'm not throwing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to throw shade, but this is why people always end up being single and being alone. Like they mm. throw shade at the next person just because they're not making that eight figure job, mm. or they're not they're living with their parents or whatever, or they're mm-hmm. not at their own spot. Everybody got to understand. Everybody has their own unique different path. And it's funny, me and my mom was really talking about this because she was telling me, Ray, you're ahead of the game. I'm like, wait, what? At (laughs) first, I didn't understand what she was saying. She said, first... That's how I was. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) That's how I was. And she was like, yo, let me break it down for you. Mm -hmm. You're You're in... I'm one of the people when I went out there living on my own, lived in Harlem, I started realizing people that people that my friends weren't my friends and people weren't on my team. Mm-hmm. Once the people start letting themselves go, and then my job, I've been chanting, I'm, I'm still practicing hard in my Buddhist practice. Mm-hmm. It started removing people within my life mm-hmm. and start putting the people coming back into my life. And when I moved back home, my mom explained, say, yo, you are ahead of the game because one, I, I look out for you. You always look out for me. Whenever she needs help, I got her. Two, when we're like, we're a team. I'm not here to bother you or disrespect you. We may have bump heads at times, but we now understanding each other. I'm understanding her more clearly. Like, yo, she got my back. And she actually wants me to have my own crib too on top of that. Mm. So it's like with a parent that's saying that, she's like, yo, explain this to me, Ray. How many kids can you say can they really allow to go home? And not a lot of parents do that. And I said, nah, you got a point. And there's two, there's a different way. People don't can't can't come home because either one, their parents pass away and they're in the situation they're in because they're, but they're also trying to better themselves. 
also she told me say don't listen to everybody else because everybody has their own different journey you you are lucky enough to even come back home paying rent i don't bother you you cook you bake you're doing your own thing you're working still Mm -hmm. and you're learning how to save up your money during this whole COVID 19 I would never thought I would save so much amount of money like I did, like a heaping amount. Damn. And she's like, Ray, I don't want you spending a thousand dollars for an apartment. That don't make no fucking sense. You rather mm-hmm. get yourself a car or a house. That's what that's what you need to get right now. Mm-hmm. You and then we can either get it in Jersey, because New York right now is too high. There's no way. Yeah. But Jersey is a more better chance I can get it. Yes. <laughs> So while I'm getting that done, I'm also trying to get my license. I have enough money even to get my license to take driving lessons and get my license. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I'm so very happy and fortunate and blessed that I'm eating my humble pie. Like, hey, I'm still at home, but hey, I have a safe spot to live at, have a roof over my head, and mm-hmm. I have a, my mom that does support me and want me to do better for myself. At first, I didn't get it. And now I got older. It clicked. I was like, oh, my gosh. All this time, like, she's really on my team. She's really on my side. Yeah. Because all these other people, they, they wanted to quit and say, oh, you better get it together, Ray. You better do this. Do that. I don't do drugs. I'm still working. I'm getting my old promotion back. Might get promoted again by the time I get back. I'm about to work another a government job on top of that. Yeah. Everything's coming at once. I'm like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's not worrying about me. I'm doing me. And I think uh-oh. we lost Elena. Yeah, I think we lost Elena too. Oh my God. I hate when that happens, but don't worry. But she'll probably buy herself back in because I left the Lincoln. Um, but yeah, I've learned so much. And now once that happens... It, it just manifests. I was like, oh, sweat. It happened. So that's how this whole thing, I'm just hoping that we in the gay, we in the LGBT community can learn to do better by not judging, like, just step outside your box and try a different flavor. You might never know. You might like it. <laughs> hmm That's a fact. And that's You where- know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I do have a question. Yes, take away. I'm, I'm like, I'm not all active in the gay community, so I don't really know, like, you know, what's what. But there is, like, a little divide I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the trans women seem to take issue with, uh, uh, what you call it? I, I don't know what their, like, official title is, but, like, the gay YouTubers, like, the beauty bloggers and whatnot, like, they seem to, like, for whatever reason, they kind of seem to have beef, which is mm-hmm. weird to me. Like, it would make sense that the drag queens would have the beef. More beef because they're the ones who is like actually into makeup and whatnot. So, like, the gay boys in YouTube that get all these big sponsorships and whatnot for doing makeup and they're not really into makeup. Like, it seems like those two would be having a beef, but they have beef with act like the trans women seem to have beef with the, the YouTube gay boys. It's weird. Like, I. I've been noticing a lot of drama uh, series going on about mm-hmm. it. Like, I think that shit is so weird. Like, do you have any insight on like what that like what's that a beef about? Well, I to be honest, with you, I'm just like you. I don't even I don't even have the insight ah! about that. 
damn, I was just trying to somebody could clear that shit up because this shit is so fucking confusing to me. Like, why not? Why is there beef? Like, shouldn't y'all all be fighting? We should be all the, fighting the same, the same enemy. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> why y'all don't like? I but never I, you know, it's, that. It's, 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 it's you know, there's there's tiffs in every group. Like, so you can't we can't sit there and say that like. Like even with certain racial groups, like I mean, like say white people, you got the blondes versus the brunettes. With black mm-hmm. people, you got the light skins versus the, the, dark, the skin. dark skins. With the Spaniards, you got the where that you actually come from. You got the Puerto Ricans versus the Dominicans versus the Mexicans. Like you know, you each group got their own little thing. So I guess it makes sense for certain groups to not like each other within the gay community. Yeah, it's 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 really crazy. The, the, the hardcore lesbians don't like the the flamboyant gay boys. It's, it's like it's just, it's so weird. I've been seeing so much mixed shit. It's like what the hell is going on? Here? It's crazy. Supposed- it's a I- rainbow. Why are y'all mad? <laughs> y'all supposed to be happy. It, y- this is what I've been trying to say, and I'm like, what the fuck is going? Where's the divide coming from? And one of the you one of the um Instagrams was saying the same thing. Like we gotta look out for one another. Like why are we putting? You know what I think it is. We gonna have this conversation off the podcast. Cause yes, we got, it's, it's we gonna get to. a little deep. But I'm gonna have to give you my insight onto what I where I think the divide is coming from because I th- I it, this conversation like I said we have to go off this platform. <laughs> Yo, yes, because. I, I gotta talk to you off this podcast because yo, it's I, it's getting deeper. But because <laughs> with me and gay dating, like this shit got I've gotten to the deep root of the problem. Now I'm like I'm transforming because I want everyone to have a shot at love and get to understand what Facts. true love do true love and, does feel like. Yes, it's the closest thing to magic that we have. Oh my god! I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's the but truth. it's true. <laughs> It it's sounds very cheesy, but it's very true because it is the truth. I was like this when you got married. I was just like, oh my god, there is hope for me having my own king, Aww. just like you yeah. did. And I'm just like, and he's hardworking too. He's like a brother, and I'm like, I'm yes. so happy. Yeah, but it's as but nine um, is strong. That is good. See, I give you props. I'll give you so much fucking props, y'all, too. So much thank for you. the love and chocolate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping Elena gets her black ass back on here. I know. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, these freaking fireworks. Yeah. It's been going kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Like, it's not even as much as they've been doing it like last week. Like, they was going. Crazy, they was going retarded. Yeah, and then doing it in the daytime, like what the heck, yo? Even at the daytime, early yeah. today, they were doing boom, boom. Yeah, like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? I guess I don't know. After three, four months being in quarantine, going fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty un- much. I understand, but come on, do it another way or not fuck up people's sleep. <laughs> Facts, because there's all types of hours in it. Like you three a.m., you waking up out your safe, boom. Like, what, what are y'all doing? I'm like, why y'all celebrating the Fourth of Day of July? I was that, like, hello, <laughs> hello. It's like I I haven't been celebrating it as much to be very honest with you, because I never celebrate Fourth of July. I just usually go to the beach and yes. hello. 
and you know what's funny? I don't think black people really celebrate the 4th of July because we don't give a fuck about the British independence. I think we just like the excuse to have it a fucking barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's the truth. It's just the barbecuing. Yes. And I'm not mad at that. Nothing like not, burgers. not at all. Not like burgers, hot dogs, chicken, no, and baby I mean, daddy. Little indoor uh, George Foreman and call it a fucking day. Grilling no. my own damn house. I just made fucking cookies and had a salad. Yeah, I see nothing on um, Insta. <laughs> yes, them cookies look bomb. And yes, you should sell them. Thank you. Because I was like, it's my first time making that recipe too. Because I got it from Stovetop Kisses. She's from on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's from the South and she does these dope ass Southern cooking recipes. Ooh. Emma definitely have to check out her page. But yeah. yes. Yeah, go on Instagram. I want I didn't, oh, that. It looked good. It made me want that and some hot chocolate. Oh, Ooh, yes. And dunk the cookies on top of the whipped cream. My, my fat ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what's the right? I was, I was the fucking cookies. Oh, my God. hot chocolate and Kool Aid. <laughs> oh, God, he helped. That is so darn delicious. I want some Kool-Aid. <laughs> that is so damn delicious. And oh my God. I don't I'm even so... know which one I want more. I don't know if I want a hot chocolate. Nah, it's kind of hot for a hot chocolate. I want some Kool-Aid now. I need some Kool-Aid and chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. You sure? That's what I missed about your crazy ass. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, since the roastery's back open, we should link up and head to the roastery one of these days for drinks. We have to. That was so much fun. We did it one time. I gotta do it. We gotta do it again. Yes. We, we need to. Yes. We definitely do. And, and we need to tell Elena to come with us. Yes, Elena has to come with us. It's so much. I'm about fun. to text her right now. Hold on. Yes. If I leave if I leave this, will it cut me off? Hold on, wait, let me see. Can you hear me? I can still hear you like a okay, chocolate perfect. thundercat. <laughs> I'm still on here. As long right, as I so don't then... leave here, as long as I don't leave here, it won't log off. <laughs> and tell her to bring her butt back into the darn podcast. Because this is crazy. We like I do on Buddha Bear Talks the podcast. Raw, unedited, and keeping it real. Yes, you guys. Yes, when the Lord is. All right, I send it to the co host chat. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm waiting for her fur balls into the butthole. Come on, Elaine. I'm bring her butt. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I'm like, yo, it's getting juicy. Ooh, damn. Oh, shit. It's going crazy over Ooh, here. I got my own personal light show. I like this. Even me too. I'm looking at it like this. This is not Walt Disney World. Can you wish upon a star? I mean, no, you did it. <laughs> I haven't been to Disney I'm World. <laughs> they um Oh, look at the moon. Oh my god. The moon looks so pretty. So Ooh. there's fireworks all of excuse me. I'm having to take record this on my husband for one of my Oh, she probably going to fireworks. Um, we're going to the beach tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, how 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 are we getting there? Oh, she's. Oh, we're trying to sit. 
tell tell Lena to like come back in the podcast and we we so we can all talk outside of because I don't know if she got a chance to finish what she was gonna say inside the darn show. Because I'm like, wow, we it, over almost fifty minutes of conversation. This shit is that's all I love having a conversation with y'all. Because <laughs> it's like it's real conversations because shit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm that chocolate bunny. Meow, 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 meow. I'm that chocolate kitty. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I love my new iPhone 11, the multitasking Ooh, technique. what color you got? I got the I, purple one. I got the green. <laughs> yes, I wanted the green, but they even sold out in the 128 gigs. So I was like, fuck. Fuck me, life. So I, was like, but I was like, you know what? Purple is my favorite color anyway, so I'm not mad. I'm happy you got it. I was like, yes, she got her iPhone back. And I... And my yes. iPhone 8 just said, I was play. trying to, yes, I was trying to. I finally uh, fixed the screen, then uh, somehow it cracked out of nowhere, and then it wasn't touch, uh, it wasn't reading the, the touch screen. So I'm like, okay, I tried to fix it myself, that was a bust. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, the, God is telling me, bitch, get a new phone. <laughs> that's what that's that's what it was telling me. That it told me, I was like, because I had that phone, I, like, I had my iPhone 6 since that shit came out. Like, I had that shit since like what 2013, 14. So I it lasts long. It's it's more so because it traveled with me everywhere. Like that shit been like everywhere, like everywhere. I believe I was, it. So I was attached to it, but you know that's what I get for being attached to materialistic things. That was God's way of humbling me because when I when I look back at it now, I'm mad at how much I spent trying to fix and save that damn phone. Like I think I spent. <laughs> almost $800 fixing that phone in the past what, seven years, six, six seven years. Damn! Like, okay. that's a whole that's a whole new phone like this. I was like, you know, let me get a new phone, fuck it. Cause, yeah, and it's, exactly. it's crazy because so much shit wasn't working. Like, the sound wouldn't work on the front-facing camera. The front-facing camera wouldn't work at all. The fucking, um, the back camera would lag. The, uh, it was it was just you know it was just time for this song. Yes, it was. Oh my gosh! It's like now you got the we're in the iPhone 11 family. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Elena got the purple. You got the purple, and I got oh, the purple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have I heard Christy? They got the purple one too. <laughs> gay, gay, gay. They should have came out with a fucking pink one. That's what I was hoping for. That so I, I want me a pink case instead. Right now, I got it on like this cute little glitter uh, protective case. Mm-hmm. But I ordered this cute little uh, pink marble case. It's it's uh, coming from China, so it's taking a while, but it's so cute. It's adorable. It's unique and it's just it fits your personality full of love and sprinkles. Yeah, that's a fact. Where the hell is she? How she just disappear? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pop up in the text and it disappeared again. <laughs> but um, yo, it looks like we're gonna have to like end the podcast and talk outside of this. That's a fact. So yeah, I gotta I gotta call my dad anyway because I'm gonna see what uh, the plans are still. And then when she get back to me on how y'all getting how y'all getting there, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let y'all know for sure. No problem. No problem. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me on this dope ass podcast episode. As always, of course, one of the co-hosts, you guys, if you guys check her out on your Instagram at brew brew television. Yeah. Um, what else? Ooh, la la nails. She does nails on yeah. Instagram and also on makeup by Ashley. Yep. That, see, dang, I'm getting the hang of all your social media platforms. Yeah, I got too many, but I got too many. See, and y'all can always, y'all know y'all can follow me on Instagram on Ray Evolution 85 or Buddha Bear Talks 2020, the podcast um, page, Instagram page. Or you can also follow me on Snapchat because I got Snapchat too. So y'all more than welcome to watch my stories and watch me be silly and bake and cook. All that other shit. So next up on this wonderful segment on this episode, we're going to be showing you guys how to make the cheesy corn gratin with bacon. I'm going to show you step by step in this next segment. Ooh. Yes, yes. We'll be right back after these wonderful sponsorships. Later, (laughs) y'all. Hello, you guys. We are back. Welcome to the food portion of the episode of Booty Bear Talks. In this segment, we are going to be making cheesy corn gratin with bacon. I want you to start pre-getting your ingredients in order. So I'm going to say this, the ingredients for you. We're going to use two bags of frozen corn, 12 ounces. We're going to use five strips of bacon or more if you want. Use a half a cup of chopped onion which is optional you you can put onions or you may not want to put onions because when i did the recipe i did it without onions and i'm like make your breast smell like boo-boos and stink stinks and make your breast smell like shit all right back to the ingredients next we're gonna have one cup of heavy cream then you'll add one fourth of heavy cream on top of it so you're gonna add one cup plus one fourth of heavy cream next up you're gonna add one fourth cup of each cheese choice and then you're going to just plus that cheese more for topping so for instance i use mozzarella i use the italian blend i use the mexican blend or you can use any kind of cheddar cheese you want next up we have two tablespoons of sugar two tablespoons of butter one tablespoon of cajun seasoning and then one teaspoon of salt please adjust to the taste do please be very careful i don't want y'all stuff to be be salty if you got high blood pressure, please be cautious and be very careful, okay? On the next segment, we're going to put it all together. Stay tuned after this little break in segment. The Buddha Bear continues. <laughs> hey, you guys. We are back. And are you guys ready to already prepped up your stuff for your cheesy corn gratin? Let's get to the tutorial. First things up, you're going to slowly... Put your um, heat into low heat. You're going to your, cook your five strips of bacon that you chopped already sliced and prepped up from before. You're going to cook that first. Once you let that cook, it's going do not put your heat on high heat. You want to get it nice, slowly cooked. It will come out nice and crispy and juicy and get all that stuff all marinated together. So you're gonna, it's on, it won't even take long to cook. Probably about like a good about, about five to ten minutes. So make sure you get it all nice, crispy, golden brown. Makes it all sauteed up, all bootified up in that pan. All right, next up, after you 
cook your nice luscious bacon, you can take some of the bacon grease out. I only put like a teaspoon of, I take up, if you want, you can have, um, if you do not eat pork, get yourself some delicious turkey bacon. That shit just works just as yummy and fine as ever. You can use that as well as a substitute for pork because I know most of you guys do not eat pork. So try turkey bacon as well. So once you get that, you get all that little grease out. You're going to leave only about like a teaspoon for a little bit more. And so you can pour that in and pour in your frozen delicious onions. You're going to cook that in for about like five minutes to medium heat. Makes it all nice and sauteed up. Nice and fried and ready. Because as you know, I just finished cooking as always. Using one of my favorite old recipes from the last episode. And after that, you're going to start pouring in your two bags of corn, frozen corn. Or you can use whatever corn you like. You can use the frozen. You can use the one that you grow from your own garden. Do it any way how you want to. It's going to be yummy, unique, in your own flavor. Everybody have your own unique style. So you're going to pour your two frozen corns. Make sure you saute it up all up into the bacon, oil, grease, whatever you may call it. Make sure it's all nice and yummy. And then what I put in there, I put a little bit of Cajun seasoning and just a like a little little dash of salt. Because I use that because, you know, with the frozen corn, got water and moisture in it. So you use those two to draw out the moisture. So you let it cook and saute. Once it's, and you're going to leave it in there. Cook it for about like five to six minutes. Once that is done, you're going to pour your delicious, yummy, all the way down the earth of your yummy, heavy cream. Yes, boo-boo. You can't start without your heavy cream, boo. Mm, 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 mm. This is one of my favorite darn parts in the whole damn series when you cook some good damn food. Once you let that, um, pour your, a cup and one fourth of your heavy cream, you're going to let that, you're going to saute that all up, heavy cream all up in the corn and the cooked onions. Make sure it's all nice and saute. You're going to let it sit in for about like a good three to four minutes as well. Once that is nice, done and ready, you're going to add your cheeses in. Now me, I am my mozzarella first, or if you got your own unique type of cheese, I want you to play with your cheeses, people. Get unique. Do your freestyle. You don't do do your own hint. Me, I use mozzarella, I use Mexican cheese, and I'll just stir that up and you just watch the cheese melt alongside with the heavy cream. And once you do that, you're gonna add in you're gonna add in another cup full of nice yummy cheese to any of your style you're gonna pour that thing on top of the um blended cheese that's on top once all that is blended you add your italian cheese you can add your parmesan make it all nice and coated on top and then once you're gonna turn off the heat you're gonna turn off the heat you're gonna put it in the oven to broil it yes i said it to broil to so you're gonna put it on to broil on your oven Put it inside. Do not leave your spot. Do not leave the oven. You got to keep an eye on it now. Don't get twisted. Don't burn your shit. Go let it, give it about like a few, give it about like a good four minutes to cook. You uh, just keep checking it. Make sure it's nice and gold, nice and little brown. Make sure it's all nice and melted and 
all the cheeses is melted. And then once you do that, oh my gosh, you're going to let it in for, for after your five minutes is up. Take it out. Take it out your own skillet pan. Let it sit. And voila, you guys, you got your own delicious edible cheesy corn croutons. And then you're going to add that bacon on top with the melted cheese. Yes, uh, Buddha bed up. Mm, 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 mm. Something to get me a happy moment. Nothing make me want to get a glass of wine and be tipsy with it. And that is the one of the best side dishes ever that this girl that made the created the recipe. Her name is Stove Top Kisses. This is her dope recipe. You can make it unique as your own. She is bomb. Check her out on Instagram, on YouTube at Stove Top Kisses. She'll show you the recipe how to do the delicious, yummy cheesy corn gratin. And ladies and gentlemen, you have it. Act that takes care of all the yummy food. I hope you guys enjoy it with your nice delicious chicken or whatever do you might prefer tonight. Next up, we're going to have some amazing loving encouragement from your boy Ray Ray. All right, then we'll be right back after these messages. And you know how we do in the Buddha Bear world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that delicious, yummy, edible, cheesy corn gratin in my wonderful episode seven of gay dating and the body shaming and the bullshit. We are now going to start doing our wonderful encouragement. This is my favorite part at, at the every end of every episode. I am reading this from the Living Buddhism. And this is the new one that just came in the mail for July 2020 to all my SGI members out there. To all my peeps that are not SGI members, we are finally have an online bookstore. Um, you can go on to www.sgiusa.org for more information. And you can learn more about the Buddha, about the encouragement, about the Buddhist practice that I'm doing. Because I've been probably been chanting for 11 years. And it has saved my life through crazy uncertainty so without further ado let's get into this we're going to be reading the section of revealing our innate innate buddhahood on page 56 on the i think in the middle paragraph on the right hand corner where it says though we may find ourselves Though we may find ourselves suffering, confused, or troubled because of earthly desires, when we illuminate our lives with the wisdom of enlightenment, we can move in the direction of hope and change poison into medicine. Sounds familiar, don't it? By recognizing our earthly desires and sufferings for what they are and facing them head on, we can reveal our innate Buddhahood and establish a state of happiness. The key to this transformation is to act in accord with this device of nature and Daishonin. Suffer what there is to suffer. Enjoy what there is to enjoy. Regard both suffering and joy in, as facts of life. And continue chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo no matter what happens. And, it's, uh, and this is on page 56 of the July Living Buddhism of 2020. I want to thank my amazing co-hosts Elena and Ashley and I want to also thank Peter for always being there expressing our amazing wonderful top juicy discussion about gay dating and body shaming 
As I say in that interview, so we have to change our poison into medicine. All the negative tendency that's within our life, we have the opportunity to transform it without running away. See it for what it is. And I hope that in the LGBT community, I hope this podcast reaches to your heart and makes you really think about what what not to take it, what to what to really change and what not to change. Plus, I want you guys to be your own unique selves. We have the power to do anything we want. It's up to us to see for what it is and take that actual step to change it. All this body shaming, all this judging each other is not going to get us anywhere where we need to be. Unless we find, unless we look within our own selves. And that's even including myself because I have to stop doubting myself and plus stop letting others sway me and not look in the uniqueness that I have within myself. So from this episode, I learned a lot to open up. And stand up for what's right. Because nobody don't like to be judged. Honey, and it shouldn't even matter your body size. As long as you're sweet and amazing, stay true to yourself. You can find that amazing king or queen, whatever he or she may be. And that person will take you for who you are, no matter what. Alright, that's the end of this episode. I can't wait for you guys to turn into episode 8. Oh, it's going to be a juicy one. And... Please do not be afraid to add me on my social media platforms. You can add me on Buddha Bear Talks 2020. That's on my Instagram. Or you can add my personal page, Ray Evolution 85, just as it says. And I'm finally on Facebook. Look me up at Buddha Bear Talks and it will pop up on Facebook. I just created a page. So you're more than welcome to see all the updates upcoming episodes that are coming and I hey I might even throw a little sneak peek on my insta live or facebook live so you guys can stay in tune what's going in my life what's going on with my peoples I want you to also support my amazing amazing dope black sisters I want you to support Elena which is imperfectly perfect glamour underscore glamour um I want you to add Ashley at um Brew Brood Television or Makeup by Ashley or you can add her on Ooh La La Nails she has three pages and for Dita that does the amazing hair please add her it's on um, add her as Viva La Dita on Instagram or Viva La Beauty she has two pages so you guys please go and support her if you're in the New York area please book your appointments Book them now, DM them, let them know, support our black businesses, support my, support all my peoples. They're on the most amazing, dope ass co-hosts you can ever find. Or you can also, you can also support me as well. I'm about to start selling some cheesecake and cookies. Let me know what you think. Please don't be afraid to send me a DM. Um, I'm in the New York City area. I live in Brooklyn, so... If you guys want to order something, please let me know. I might throw little pictures here and there what I might be selling. Because you guys gave me some encouragement to start selling some goodies in my own neighborhood. And trust me, I make shit from scratch. To all as well, as we say in the end of every episode, it is time to motivate. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Peace, y'all.